Have you ever felt it? That excitement, that hum that reaches into the very base of your stomach and makes your whole body feel alive? Well, your life can feel like that. Each week, I'll be sharing ways your personal wellness journey can lead you to a life that literally makes you hum. We'll be diving into all things nutrition, mindset, connection, spirituality and relationships to encourage you to be courageous and brave with your life and most importantly, unashamedly you. Together, let's find your hum. Welcome to episode 33. I am your host, Kirsty, and you are listening to Find Your Hum. Now, it has been a couple of weeks since I have done a podcast episode, and my intention was never to have a little bit of a break, but as we all know, life happens, and I actually did a whole podcast on that called um, Permission to Stop Juggling All the Balls. So if you want more on that, please head back and listen to that, but it really is about just giving yourself a break when life maybe doesn't go to plan or when it feels a little bit hard and something else pops up, and you know what, you can put some balls down. And again, this is what I had to do with the podcast for the past couple of weeks. This episode, I really just wanted to give you a bit of an idea about what has happened over the past couple of weeks, where my headspace has been at, because it has now been two weeks since I have left quarantine. It has been two weeks of catching up with family and friends, and it's been two weeks of settling back into life in Australia, although it probably is now going to be almost three weeks by the time you guys hear this and I get it out. But I can tell you those two weeks, they basically have looked nothing like I thought they would. But it actually feels so much more uplifting than I had ever imagined it could be. I did write a post on socials a few weeks ago whilst I was still in quarantine regarding expectations. How in the past expectations had caused me so much disappointment, sadness, anger and heartbreak in my life. And how in dropping those expectations I've experienced life in such a more fulfilling way. Actually, it wasn't dropping the expectations altogether that has allowed me to be so much more content with life. It is really about changing the expectations that I have. I was one of those people that had life planned. I liked to know what was happening, where I was going, and if it didn't look that way, I found myself feeling angry that life wasn't going the way I had planned it. At times, I would also find myself blaming others for things not working out. And I know I would not have been the most pleasant and easy person to be around when I was feeling like this. I would put on what I call my shit coloured glasses and honestly, everything I looked at, every part of my life would be viewed through those glasses. It looked shit, which is crazy. Just because one part of our lives was not the way we'd expected, did that really mean that like the whole lot was shot? Absolutely not. But there was no way when I was in one of those moods that you could reason with me that it would be any other way. It took me a long time to realize this in myself. The lessons about this did keep coming, but I can tell you I was not learning. It took for the life that I had planned to be taken away from me. It took a pandemic and it took two very special people in my life to actually help me realize this. I took myself away from my life in Australia and placed myself in an unknown situation in the UK. There were no plans other than arrive, get a car, get a job, and then see what happens. 
For the first time in my life, I actually had no expectations. There was no plan. There was no outcome to control. Was this easy? Oh, dear God, no. Not in the slightest. There was tears. Buckets and buckets of tears. I was literally shedding and letting go of something that had been such a big part of how I operated literally since my teens. There was a part of me that was really scared to let this part of me go. There were times when I quite literally felt broken and I couldn't see how I was ever going to build myself back up again. The past year has been one of learning to trust, to be grateful, of finding a different way of being in the world. One that has allowed me to be more resilient, more flexible, more free, and most importantly, more content. I found all of this by coming home to myself, by really learning to love me, by learning to trust myself, by developing what I now realize is an unshakable core. Actually, no, it wasn't developing the unshakable core. It was actually discovering it because I honestly believe we all have this unshakable core inside of us. By understanding that there are parts of us that we need to crumble away and to really let these parts crumble away. Part of coming home to myself was learning to drop those expectations of how something should look. For me, holding on to how something should look was externalizing what I wanted. Now my expectations are based around feelings how I want the parts of my life to feel. And I cannot tell you how much more amazing life feels. I can get the feelings I want in so many different ways. It's about being open to feeling this, to feeling those feelings. And it is so much easier when we haven't attached those feelings to the way something should look. In the past couple of weeks, I have found this new way of being that I now have has definitely been tested. Now I'm putting this down to Mercury retrograde because it is what I do. Um, Mercury retrograde began on Sunday the 29th of May and I am recording this on the 9th of June and it actually goes into its shadow period before the retrograde begins. So as a Virgo who's ruled by Mercury I usually feel Mercury retrograde pretty hard And when I say hard, it's not always hard as in bad hard. It's more that I can really feel its effects on my energy and in like the certain areas of my chart that Mercury might be retrograding through at the time. My plan for the past two weeks was to head down the South Coast, spend a little time by myself and plan out what this next little phase was going to look like in terms of work. Well, life had other plans, didn't it? That alone time didn't happen. And I have actually been totally okay with it. Yes, it means that there has been no planning, actually nothing happening in the workspace whatsoever, except for consults that have already been booked in. And there have been times when I could feel myself slipping back into victim mode and blaming the universe, those around me, how it was all unfair. But you know what? I actually haven't. I haven't done that because... I realized and understood that my family needed my support at this time more. There was a higher priority. And you know what? The planning can start this week. If a pandemic and months in lockdown have taught me anything, a couple of weeks is really not a long time. 
life has really slowed down for me the past couple of weeks. Momentum has slowed. My direction has become fuzzy. This is a time in the past where I honestly would have nearly melted down. Wondered why nothing was working. Why I couldn't get where I wanted to go. And we also smack bang in the middle of eclipse season. Now eclipse season is here to alter our paths, to shift us from an old way of being to a new one. Is a time for a little slowdown, very much the same as Mercury retrograde. So knowing this and also understanding that I actually will be okay at the end of this all helps me from not getting pulled back into my old ways of pushing and of controlling. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Last week, there were some tears and some big tears because I felt stuck, because I don't know which direction to put my feet. And this is what life does to us. It makes sure that we are okay by sending us little tests, little reminders that we aren't those people anymore, that we can handle situations in a different way. Like those tears, well, they say they were big tears. They lasted, I don't know, 45 minutes tops. And maybe I had a bit of a low mood for a few hours afterwards. Then I slept, woke up, went for a little bit of a jog and have now come back to a place of balance. I now have the tools in my toolbox to help me get through those moments that I don't get stuck in them and those shit glasses do not come on and my whole life does not spiral down into this shithole like it used to. Now, Mercury retrogrades also call us to reflect and revisit. So this is what happened with all those tears. Those tears came because I began to tell myself old stories. I was filled with doubt and fear. The catalyst for me was my weight. More directly, it was the way my body looked. And whilst that was what made the tears come, that was not what it was all about. The stories of being not good enough, not worthy, a fraud, they were actually all underpinning those tears. Now, those stories may look different to you. They probably actually will look different. But the fact is that we all have them. And Mercury retrograde, or if the astrology part of this is a little bit too much for you, think of it as life, it actually calls us to look back, to revisit old patterns, old behaviours, old stories, so that we can redo them, so that we can see that we aren't stuck in them anymore. For me, it is a test of everything I have learned over the past 18 months. Am I tapping into that unshakable core? Have I actually developed the love I thought I had for myself? Have I moved past those feelings of not being good enough? And do I trust? And the answer is yes. Sure, I had a wobble, but I'm human and we're allowed to. But I pulled on what I know to tap into that unshakable core and I have returned to centre. I've also started dating a guy in the past couple of weeks. And for any of you that have been around here for a while will know that this whole not being good enough for guys is definitely a limiting belief that I have been spending a lifetime reinforcing and the past 18 months trying to unravel. And I also started to date just before a Mercury retrograde. Now I'm just going to take a slight sidetrack here and say this is why following astrology is so freaking amazing, but also why you need to use it as a tool and not to all your life. So it's commonplace to hear that you shouldn't start anything during a Mercury retrograde. For example, a job, a new relationship, sign contracts, etc. 
And some people hear this and think they literally need to completely put their lives on hold. This is not the case at all. You can absolutely do anything you want. You have free will. Where the knowledge of a Mercury retrograde comes in handy, it is to put in contingencies. E.g., if you're citing something, check it three times or get someone else to check it. Or if, like me, you are citing a new relationship, make sure your communication is clear. Mercury rules communication. Also understand there may be triggers that come up. Give yourself time to process these. Mercury retrograde does not mean that life has to stop. It just means we need to move more slowly and maybe more cautiously. So, back to the date. Well, he is honestly wonderful. Like no other guy I have been with before. We were sat last weekend and I had my head resting on him. You know, ladies, that place where you can like snuggle into just under his shoulder on that upper chest part. Well, this is my favorite spot. It was always a place that with previous guys I'd dated that I felt whole. Do you know what? I didn't get this feeling with him. And I was kind of like instantly taken aback. How could I possibly not have the same feeling for this man who is honestly amazing? As I laid there, it dawned on me. For the first time, I actually didn't need him to feel whole. I was coming into this relationship already whole with that unshakable core. I had grown over this past year. The feeling that I had as I rested against him was contentment. I mean, how freaking wonderful is that? Now, my purpose in sharing all of this with you is to help you see how wonderful life can be when we drop the expectations of how something should look. How we are encouraged by life to spend time looking back, reflecting, slowing down. It is in these moments where we can see how far we can come and maybe any last sticking points we still need to work on to be able to move forward. Life is a cycle and it is filled with absolutely wonderful little cycles within it. Cheers for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Hum. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and tell your mates about it.